Let's spread a song so you can sing along with one special guest star two. You like to sing and dance, and this podcast by chance explores musicals for you. Welcome back to another episode of Life's But a Song, a podcast that likes to live in the land of musicals. I'm your host, John, and with me today is a very special guest who picked an amazing movie. She is a professional makeup artist who also works on Broadway. It's Krista Kaimi Muku Wong. I fucked it up. I fucked it up. Oh, you were so close. You were so good. Yeah, it's no, it's it's a tongue twister. It's Kaimi Moku. Yeah, you got it. Okay, great. You did it, babe. You did oh, it. yay. And we're oh, here gosh. to talk about the classic Xanadu. Oh, so good. Xanadu. So good. The movie came out in 1980, everyone, which is interesting because if you look at the styling, it's what like a lot of uh, movies and TV shows now do yes. when they're like, we're in the 80s. And clearly this movie was like made in probably 79. So yes, uh, you can still see like the... Like they're phasing shoulder out pads. of the 70s. Oh my fucking God, a shoulder pad. I'm sorry, can we swear on this? I'm oh, so sorry. Oh, fuck yes. Oh, oh my God, amazing. Okay, cool. <laughs> yeah, no, living for the shoulder pads. I'm like, at this point, it needs, I think it needs to come back. It is armor, okay? We can, oh, it just needs to come back. Um, before we keep going on about the movie, uh, real quick, the screenplay was by Richard Christian. Christian Danos and Mark Reed Rubel. Again, I may have fucked up those names, but they're not here to correct me. Okay. So who knows? Uh, exactly. So the songs were written by Jeff Lynn and John Farrer, but like they kind of alternated from what I saw. So it's not like <laughs> they wrote them together. It was like Jeff wrote like yeah. half and John wrote the other half. Um, and then some Olivia even jumped on. So it was like a co-collaboration. Oh, I didn't know essentially. some of them. I, th- I think so. Like they, I'm pretty sure from what I read, they were kind of, yes, it was like all over the place, but there was definitely collaborations for sure. That's, that's awesome. And then that's uh, so cool. uh, it was directed by Robert Greenwald, which I did read. That this is his directorial debut. So. What? Yeah, I mean, we'll get we'll get it we'll get into the movie in a second. Oh, and according okay. according to IMDb, a struggling artist in Los Angeles meets a girl who may hold the key to his happiness. That is the cra- <laughs> that is one of the craziest summaries I've read because that's like five minutes of the movie. <laughs> I know it's. I mean, that's a great generalization amidst everything that's happened in this movie. So (laughs) that's a great way to sum it up. So this movie is known for like being a quote unquote bad movie, but like a so good it's so bad it's good movie. I personally, after rewatching it for the umpteenth time, I was just like, I don't think it's a bad movie. I think it's just like a movie that is fun. Mm -hmm. I don't think it's It's so fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like, you can tell that, um, you know, they were hitting the coke, the cocaine. Oh um, my God. Yes. The cocaine. Oh my God. Absolutely. <laughs> and they were just <sighs> like, what if we did this? <laughs> <laughs> and everyone was just like, yes. <laughs> no. And it's so funny because I, so I also rewatched it last night and my husband was rewatching it too and he sat there I mean granted he was we were both high but we're like someone like pictured this in their mind and was like this needs to look like this and then executed it like this this was in somebody's brain and they made it happen and I think we're better humans because (laughs) this was made (laughs) yeah I mean like they made a movie we can say that yes yes Yes, they experimented. They did. They went there. They fucking went there. They did. Um, Another thing, too, is from a visual standpoint, especially from a hair and makeup perspective, this movie served looks. Like, look Uh after look after look. Now, question for you. For hair and makeup-wise, how did you feel about the 40s stuff? It was funny because... At, like obviously they were doing 40s things but you could also see 
um, influences from obviously like the 70s at the time. Because um, even when they did, I oh my God, I, I might be jumping ahead, which I am, but we're, there is a promo in there. Okay. Please, we're like this movie. We're just going to do whatever. <laughs> I love it. We're going to podcast. It. Make it <laughs> love it. Um, I mean, they in the big band scenes, makeup wise, it was still very 70s with a little homage to the 40s, but you could, you know what I'm saying? Like the hair mm-hmm. and like the the costumes definitely were in that era, but with like the soup, I mean, the super thin brow was maybe like the twenties more, but it was just, oh my God. But it was also like that contour with the pop uh-huh. of the color on the cheek. The it was massive like highlight. Massive. <laughs> oh my God. Um, but I'm no, surprised. literally I'm surprised this we still have, movie. I'm surprised we still have highlighter since this movie came out. Like they use oh my God. like all of it. It looks like <laughs> all of it, all of it, all the reserves. By the end of this film, there probably was no backups or extras. Like everything was used and <gasps> fell on the floor. And then they probably just rubbed it on their faces when it fell on the floor too. I love it. I'm here for it. Um, okay. Oh so a little, little, uh, let, let's talk about the stage version for a hot second. Cause there was a stage version okay. of this movie. Which, I never, did you see it? I never saw I it. I never saw it either. And <gasps> okay. I know that like it lives on in like the, I, I don't know if there's still a tour, but there is still like uh, the regional and community theater aspect of it. I would love, love. it. It only, like I read that um, it opened on Broadway in 2007 and ran for only 500 performances. And I was like, what? <gasps> what? That's like a little over a year, right? Yeah. 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 Has to be. Oh God. Oh, I mean, a- from what I've heard from people who saw it, okay, because first off, if you're going to go see Xanadu, the musical, obviously, you know what's up, right? so you're going to go and see it, and the people that I know who, see, oh, it's not a lot of people, but the people that I have spoken to who've seen it, they were like, it was magical, so... They, they roller skate the, the whole time, or majority of the time, <laughs> they make fun of the movie, um, which I have the cast album, and so I have I have heard it. <gasps> and, yes, and like you know, um, I think it's Carrie Butler who plays Kira. Like she, they make fun. She, <laughs> she has her Carrie Butler voice, and then she does a really bad Australian accent to kind of make fun of Olivia Newton John, which is uh, oh amazing. my god, amazing. And like, oh my god. and like I was reading that um, they kind of mash this movie with Clash of the Titans in a way. Because they, um, they had, there is no villain in this movie. Like that's no. that's the thing. There's no like, <gasps> like besides the voices, the uh, like Zeus and Hera, or I'm sorry, yeah, her parents. Um, parents. There is no real conflict. <laughs> Actually, no, no. Sonny's boss. He. Oh, <laughs> Simpson. Yeah, he's an asshole. He's a dick. <laughs> Such a dick. Um, he's a Debbie Downer. He's a Debbie Downer. But in the stage version, two of uh, Kira's sisters act mm-hmm. as the villains. And they it's really funny. They sing Evil Woman. It's so good. <gasps> oh, my God. Krista, you need to just, like, listen to the album. Like, I think right after this, I will be downloading this well, and just living. It, it's all the songs that are in here, plus mm-hmm. some more. Because they had to, like, oh. beef it up a little bit. Yeah. I mean, can I just take a moment, though, to appreciate ELO? Oh, my God. I don't know if you're an ELO fan, but I kind of am, like, a big fan. Do you Um, know if they wrote the songs for this movie? Or if, if, like, this was part of albums that they then were like, hey, let's make this concept album into a movie or something? From from what I know or from what I've read, I believe they wrote it for the movie. But if there's fans that are listening to this and know what's up, we'll get into socials at the end. Yeah, yes, please, please give us the 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 download. Um, Real quick though, just speaking about ELO, I have the opportunity. So in 2017, they were inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame at Barclays Center in Brooklyn. I was fortunate enough to work that rock and roll hall of fame and it was my birthday so my goal of the night because at a certain point once we did makeup stuff 
there was nothing for us to do. So we were just like, I was, it felt like I was backstage in like an almost famous, you know, when Opie's just like, oh, hey, Uh that's uh literally uh what it was like. (laughs) so magical my goal of the night was to find one of them and just ask them like oh my god it's my birthday can you just serenade me with like don't walk away (laughs) unfortunately that never happened but I got to see them play evil woman oh my god it was it was obsessed and that was also can you just sing a little bit of I'm Alive to me? Just, just a yeah, little. Yeah, it's my um, birthday. It's my birthday. It's I'm my alive. Birthday. <laughs> yeah, I'm, al- well, I'm alive. Yes. Um, and then just real quick, that was also the same night that Journey got inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. It was a big deal. I know. I know. How was, are you still my alive birthday. after that? Like, <laughs> I don't I just, oh, and then freaking, um, what's his face? Uh, Lenny Kravitz was doing a Prince tribute with a full orchestra singing Dove's Cry. When I Dove's Cry. I hate you. <laughs> I know that that will go down in history as one of the best birthdays ever. Sorry to my husband, but sorry, this, this, this cannot like That's a, nothing it sounds, can top it at this point. It sounds like the best day of your life. It, it really was. It really like, was. I don't, um, I don't know the, how yeah. we can, I don't know how we can top that. I'm sorry that, you know, this is not <gasps> up to par, but like, you know, it's but amazing, That's an amazing story. Yeah. Um, Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> so blessed. So blessed. So, um, but yeah, blessed. So, how do you think they suckered Gene Kelly into making this movie? Oh my God, I know. And so, right, history. This was his last feature film, correct? Mm-hmm. Yes. That he starred in, and unfortunately, before his death, it was branded as a flop and a failure. And I'm just like, oh, so terrible. But then I think oh. it may have become a cult after he passed away. Or, yes, I believe yeah. so. Yeah. Cult classic, man. You can't, because uh, I know a lot of other podcasts and people have talked about this movie. I think this movie is the reason why the Razzies were created. I can't remember if that's <laughs> true or not. Oh my God. I mean, this, this is the thing. If this is the movie that the Razzies were created for, everything after it literally has not lived up. Literally. Like, it's just bad. This was fucking fantastically bad in a great fucking way. Like, <laughs> But um, and like I, I said, like yeah. like I don't. I've seen worse movies. Let's put it that way. This absolutely, is, this absolutely. Is, it's a fun movie. Yes, there's there's some scenes that drag, and it's, um, and you know, <laughs> yeah. Olivia, Olivia Newton John is not the strongest dancer. Where it, <laughs> it's it's funny because you know what she came through though when she didn't have that tap dancing scene with Jean. I was watching her, both of them together. It was effortless i'm not gonna lie though or maybe they're just having fun you can kind of tell though that she's a little nervous because she's like i'm fucking dancing next to gene kelly i'm fucking dancing dancing. i know oh my god oh my god i know i think they suckered gene into this because (laughs) you know maybe he was at the point of his career where he was just like you know what fuck it let's do it yeah let's just do it i mean you can tell when you're watching him he's having so much fun yeah, I mean, like, if you also told me that Gene Kelly did this for the health insurance money, I would also believe you. Because oh, absolutely. Because <laughs> like, well, um, oh, oh crap, what's her name uh, in Friday the Thirteenth, the original movie? She did it so she can buy a car. Like that. Oh, what's her? Fa- I oh, Betsy Palmer. Why am I? Betsy Palmer oh! did the did the movie so she can buy a car. Yes. So I was just oh, like, my... if Gene Kelly did this so he can go to the dentist, I would buy that. <laughs> <laughs> but it's yeah it's funny there all right so on i am on the imdb trivia uh in the okay. movie you know how she's how kira is about to tell sunny her real name but he cuts her off is yes. most likely that her name is now again i'm gonna butcher this because it's greek uh terps uh which is the greek muse of dance and so oh. Oh, okay. Yeah, but in the on the well, stage in the stage version, they change her name to Cleo, which is the muse of history. I mean, that's a little more appropriate. Let's just be real. I don't know. I I, I would think that <laughs> the uh, the muse of dance would work with skating. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, well, if you, if you're just particularly specifically on <laughs> Kira's character. Mm-hmm. She, she's a vocalist well, she's, she, she, she should be the she should be the muse of music yes that's yes. what I'm saying exactly but while her sisters are clearly all the professional dancers oh my god I just um, I mean 
Are we going to go straight into it? You want to talk about the songs? Let's Let, do it. Go in order? I'm, Let's I'm, do it. Um, okay, so we start off with I'm Alive, oh, which oh is ELO singing it. Um, <sighs> so it's like the, the muses are dancing to it. So I'm assuming yes. they hear the song. I mean, who knows? It's a, it's a fucking voice is in their head. <laughs> the voices in the muse's head. Yes, that's how it works. Yes. Uh, um, yeah, I, I love that the representation, obviously, you know, it wasn't heavily represented, but there's nope. an Asian dancer. There's a beautiful black girl. There's, I think even like a Hispanic girl, like there was representation there and I was here for it. I was like, yes. Yeah, this movie though, if you watch it again, when you watch it again, you'll realize that like, only white people are talking oh yeah that's true that's true Mm -hmm. but I mean as a little girl growing up and seeing that I was like oh my god that that could be me was oh my god was there that one dancer doing like what could be considered hula moves like she was doing there's a close-up of her hands and she and I I don't know how how she's like I don't know what the style of dance is but like to me it kind of read as like um you know seeing oh, like Lilo and seeing like Lilo and Stitch and other th- movies that take place other in Hawaii. Types of moves. That, yeah it looked like that I could be wrong I could be you know oh, that, very very wrong I would definitely rewatch it again and, and focus on that I mean also too in hula there's two different styles oh just background too I'm originally born and raised from Hawaii or Hawaii. So if we're speaking about hula really quick, there are two styles of hula. There is kahiko and awana. So um, kahiko is going to be more of the traditional style of dance. And then awana is more of like a, a modern style. So I would, I would revisit that. Now that you brought that up, I, I, I'm going to take a look. I mean, I mean, you could watch just the clip on YouTube, but like, why, why oh. you, you want to watch the whole movie again? I know. Um, I mean, yeah. <laughs> do, you, do, you, do you know who the choreographer is? no i i i feel like an asshole for not knowing are you ready for this are you ready okay i'm ready are you ready ready? i'm i'm so ready serve it he's a little known man known as kenny ortega (gasps) oh my god i'm living oh my god i knew it like in my heart i knew it (laughs) kenny ortega directed this movie yep and then oh my fucking god and then in the 90s he went he went over to disney (laughs) oh god everybody goes to disney hey and stayed no, I mean benefits, and you know Benef- he needs yeah. to go to the dentist too. Apparently, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Take care uh, of your dental health, people. There's no coming back. And by dental, um, well, in that, in his case, it might be the mountain of mountains of cocaine that like helped make. This oh movie. my god, I know. I wonder <laughs> if, what the budget for that was. To be really honest, the cocaine budget. Uh, yeah, probably like two million dollars. <laughs> oh my god, I'm obsessed. Wait, what did does IMDb tell us or? what the actual budget of the film was um i think it does let's see the estimated budget is 20 million dollars um and it and the worldwide gross was 22.7 million dollars so it is it's considered though a flop because when you you want to get what like three times your budget it's in order to be considered yes. a hit or double, yeah, something like that. So unfortunately, this movie is a flop financially, but like in our hearts, yeah. we love it. <laughs> in our in our I hearts, know. it's a success. And and another thing too is it's it's something. There's something magical about watching this child this film as a child and then growing up with it, like like many other movies. Like it's when you watch it as an adult, sometimes you're you're so jaded by the world. <laughs> I'm not gonna be the match. I mean, it's interesting. It's it's interesting though because, like, now that you say it, this is a a movie for everyone. It's not just for adults. Like it, It it's not so. It's not so saccharine sweet like some Disney movies are. Um, Mm -hmm. There's no like real language in it for those that are trying to censor children from certain words, which they're words. Fuck it um yeah absolutely there's, there's no sex scene there's maybe like a kiss mm-hmm. and like, then she even she's like oh i got boundaries you need to back it up right <laughs> and like the oh. only thing that might might confuse them is you know what the story is because that confuses me still still 
still to this day i'm just like he never really states that he wants to create a roller disco like i don't i was watching it and i was just like okay so kira says that she comes she's comes into uh sunny's life in order to get xanadu made so is she really playing the long game because like she met (laughs) danny g yeah yeah exactly 40 years ago all these muses oh uh, that's what they're doing you know like playing the they're, long they're game. jumping out of the yeah jumping out of the wall dancing dancing through life oh god um and then <laughs> i know or skating through life or skating, skating through, through life. life yes and then they shoot off into the world to go do muse things like uh-huh. god what well, a life well really if you think about it according to this movie and this story it's only kira because like they do i'm alive oh. they do their little like group number and yeah yeah, yeah. and then they all like shoot up into the sky but then kira is the only one that comes back down so is it that this is her her assignment and like maybe the other girls are like well just waiting well okay remember so the first scene where they actually see each other she's roller skating through the park and he sees her and he he chases after her when he goes to get the bike that he uses to ride to her those are her two sisters that he takes the bike from shut up yes yes what? and they were also so- wait you didn't know yes! No! yes yeah it's wild i know i know those are so, her two sisters so then do the other ones like are scattered throughout maybe yeah yeah they scatter throughout the world because remember there's tons of no, creators no, and artists right? i meant i meant in, in this movie are they scattered through because like doesn't he take yes, popcorn? they are because there's one maybe the popcorn vendor potentially yes yes oh my yeah. god i need to rewatch this movie now <laughs> oh I, you know same same but i love this we're sharing i love it i love um okay um, so i kind of yeah. want to jump to suddenly because that scene is wild Okay, I'm ready for this. Let's let's dive in. Okay, so suddenly is the one where they're at the studio and they mm-hmm. which I mean doesn't exist ever, right? Oh my god, could you imagine a sound stage like that? Oh my a, god. A sound stage used purely for inspiration and nothing else. Like nothing else. That's this it. Is, this is again where the writers were on cocaine and we're just like, let's just, yeah. let's, just let's just have a fan and then and then and then they're gonna fly off a rooftop magically and yeah. then they're roller skating and then there's a train and you're like, Yeah, like, what? yeah, and then and then the thing that they turn the music on looks like a spaceship portal <laughs> thing, and then blah 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 blah. But you're gonna be roller skating, okay? The, That's roller skating. Are they gonna do any tricks or anything like fun or entertaining on the skates? No, they're gonna skate in circles. Great. <laughs> Yeah. Um, and then also speaking on Suddenly, I don't know if everybody knows. So the guy who plays Sonny Malone, forgive me, don't know his real name, but I know he was also in The the Warriors, which was like uh, another great New York film. Michael Beck, uh, I believe. Yeah. yeah. Michael Beck. So, okay. His vocals were done by none other than motherfucking Cliff Richards. Mm-hmm. Do, do we know who Cliff, you know who Cliff Richards is? I don't, is he the lead of ELO? Uh, no, um, but I first got introduced to Cliff Richards when there's this like, oh my God, Andrew Lloyd Webber made like a little mini movie, but it was like music videos to all his songs. And he sang um, All I Ask of You with Sarah Brightman. Done. <laughs> Done. Because like, I, I remember seeing, like knowing that voice. And then when I saw that, I like, I made the connection and I was like, mind blown because his voice is just so beautiful so yeah spoiler alert it is not Sonny Malone singing or Michael Beck it is Cliff Richards but like okay so good I was also a little confused is that supposed to be uh Sonny singing or is it just supposed to be I don't think so (laughs) is it just supposed to be magical thing who knows right because like you know there's there's other songs here like magic where Mm -hmm she's clearly singing it but she's like kind of skating to it and the abandoned what would become xanadu and so it's exactly. like 
it's like okay so it are is it just for us the audience is, is it in the movie what's going on here are you just i know skating <laughs> i know it's it's all these things in the movie where it's like okay you're a musical but you're not singing but we're we're making a scene scene about this and i mean just to jump back into suddenly can we talk about the different sets that they had? Uh, the, my favorite was the sand dune background with the palm trees, like it's an oasis. And a fan, a giant fan. And a, and a big ass fan, gonna blow you to fucking hell and back. Um, that was amazing. And also, oh, I don't know if you caught this too. You know when they had the umbrella scene with the rain, paying homage to, to singing, singing in the rain. In the rain beautiful just so beautiful oh my god this movie's so dumb i love it i know it's it's like everything you wanted but like didn't know who to find the right people to produce it and you did and then you made it happen Uh uh-huh i want (laughs) to i want to jump to dancing which is the next song actually that's the one okay i i really enjoy this number it's a little too long like the going back and yeah like i get it we're we're world building within both both the 40s and like synth pop 80s. Oh God, it's so good. Which- Fucking Flock of Seagulls references. I mean, before Flock and, of Seagulls was Flock of Seagulls. And oh. Devo too, like- And Devo, oh my God. Like so, it, this movie was ahead of its time and people didn't understand this. So it's unfortunate oh. though, that the band that is featured is a band called The Tubes. It is not ELO. Oh. Which I, this viewing, I was like, is that actually ELO playing? Because I would, that would be yeah, awesome. No. That would be awesome. But I'm glad they brought in like another, another group. That's really cool. Yeah. Yeah. They're, oh my God. They're the, uh, they're a glam punk band that are still <gasps> around apparently. Oh my God. Really? Oh. Yeah. Oh my yeah. God. And well, they, have, they have fans. Still, I have a fan. They're still doing things, I think. <gasps> what? Um, oh my god, that's amazing. Their last studio album was in 96. Uh, wow, okay. Um, they still have compilation albums and they have a they had a live album come out in 2020. Okay, they're still making music. That's cool. Yeah, I, I don't know if they're making new music or if they're just playing like oh. their, their greatest hits and everything. But yeah. hey, they're still playing, you know? Either way, we're here for it. They're so active. Let's talk about the contrast between the two scenes as well. It's great because it's like there's a a couple other th- other projects afterwards that are like we're we're gonna combine the old and the, with the new in a song, and it's mm-hmm. like okay, well, like Xanadu did it first, and they did a great job with it. Yeah, they did. Let's just be real. Like yes. my my, uh, it's a stupid moment, but when the two like main dancing couples from each era meet each other and then they switch off but like they first look at each other like we're you're an alien Ooh, (laughs) yeah yeah i mean and you know it's the funniest shit too so when you when they cut to like the 80s scene you can tell those dancers ate lots of cocaine but were fucking like living because that was that that sound that era that time and you oh god the fact that anytime you see these dancers ain't i I have never seen choreography so tight oh, in a long time. Like, can we just talk about this? Like how sometimes, especially now when things are being filmed, the choreography, it's all over the fucking place. Like and, no and, hate, but it's just, it's the truth. And like, this is a true testament of, I'll, I'll say this now, I'm probably going to regret it, mm-hmm. I'll, uh, of Kenny Ortega's genius. Cause like- Genius. He, if you watch- you know, from this to Newsies to High School Musical to other things mm-hmm. that he's done in between. He is great at, like, choreographing for the camera. Yes. Like, Fuck yes. Yeah. Yes. He, he, because I mean, they're... I, oh, God. But, like, when we get to Xanadu at the end, some of the dancers are not selling the moves, though. Like, they... <laughs> Some of the some of the extras, dancers, skaters in the song Xanadu. Yeah. I don't think they knew they were filming. Like they, they look no, so I know bored or they're like, what do I do? What? Like the yeah. energy level, okay, because like the actual dancers that they had, 
versus like all those extra like the the whole skating ring people and just like the clappy people the energy yes the energy level did not match up Mm-hmm. But then once you once you just focus back on the dancers, you're like, oh, I'm invested. You're invested. Fuck or like yes. the, the main skaters, because, you know, when they break off into the four groups and yes. they have like the lead skater doing whatever, like that's yeah, yeah, what yeah. I'm just like, I'm, I'm in it. I'm in it to win it. And I'm so in it again. And then also um, with the looks like in the, the big band scene and dancing, there they had zoot suit oh my god i was like yes come through with the zoot suit yes i I, so you did talk i know you talked about how like they were um mashing the 70s and the 40s together i kind of wish though that they just went full 40s same absolutely same same because then it would have been yeah more accurate but um a lot of movies from like if you watch period pieces from like since the dawn of movies um yes until like maybe 30 years ago 25 years ago they were very heavily influenced by the fashion of the time so absolutely th- although they looked 40s they were still very mm-hmm. 70s 80s yes exactly and it, the reason is was the makeup because with the costuming you can tell they really tried no but... i think even the costuming because like they really like their skirts were slid up to their boobs, which I that that's not forties at I all. Did I miss that? No, I well, also well, well, so, well, so I, I mean, that? I mean, they did take some liberties because of obviously the choreography and the the fan yeah. kicking oh, that they're yes, doing. Oh yeah, yes, oh yeah. But like, yeah. And then there's that one woman in that black dress that I was that. <laughs> yeah. I think I know a, what you're talking about. She makes an entrance, and you're like, oh, you're gonna like do it a solo dance number you're gonna bust out singing and nothing 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 all that and nothing all nothing. that and nothing yeah oh my god <laughs> all that and nothing and then you go back to the 80s side and they're all fucking like losing their minds uh-huh. and, and seriously there, I'm, there's a woman god. orgasming while she's being tied to a sound machine yeah, oh. tied oh. i'm like oh oh again what as is- a child watching this i'm like that that is probably that is probably the most sexual thing in this whole movie let's be real here it was raunchy let's just be real that 80 that it was raunchy but like so good again i feel like anyone can watch this movie but like that's the most sexual thing in the movie is that a woman's being and like you can just i i don't know if you need to explain it to your kids be like she's dancing (laughs) it's choreography (laughs) she's just background nothing's happening she's fine it's fine they they got her out (laughs) all her body parts attached still yeah Um, okay (laughs) all right we we need to now jump to all over the world the shopping montage which oh my god absolutely which okay if, if before this moment you weren't sure if this movie was made with cocaine this is the time where you're like ah yes i see it now yeah I have feelings about this. And, and I mean, they're good. They're good and bad. They're good and bad. Um, first off, all over the world, just like, okay, ELO, their style, their music, their voices are so hypnotizing. And like, you just, you feel it. You, you feel it on the inside. Uh, I'm making a quick reference to, how, did you ever watch the movie Return to Oz? No, actually. I've never seen oh, it. Oh, God. Okay, so and I'm still I waiting saw, for somebody to pick it for this podcast because I feel like it's a mu- it has musical elements to it, right? No, and there's no musical elements. Okay, no, but it's okay. Oh, fuck, I don't want to spoil this for you. So I watched Xanadu first before seeing Return to Oz. There is characters in all over the world. They are the the males with like the colorful hair, uh-huh. and they're kind of like lengthy, and it's like a short. It's not spiky, but it's like a raised hair. Okay. They remind me of this character from Return to Oz called the Wheelers. So I think at I've first, heard of I, them. I've heard of them. Yes, um, I'm traumatized still. That I'm sorry. The, Return to Oz is a traumatizing movie. Let's just be real. Um, and I want to be there when you watch it, actually, because. <laughs> 
I can be okay. that shoulder that you need to cry on or like hold or hide your face from. You'll be my emotional yeah. support, Krista. I, I will. Absolutely. I'm there for you. Uh, so, you know, watching this as a, again, watching it as a kid, I'm like, okay, they're, they have cool hair and like cool makeup, but they're a little weird. Like, I don't, I don't know if I feel safe around them. And then after watching return to Oz and seeing the, that I was like, yeah, I don't trust them. No, nope. <laughs> don't go, don't go into that dressing room. Don't let them come into the dressing room with you. No, don't do well, it. Don't do well, it. Don't do it, Jean. This was this was so, I don't know if this is a real place or if they built this place because like every time he comes, oh, I know what you mean. when he comes out of the dressing room, he has to walk through like a paper doll's legs or whatever. <laughs> That's right. Again, how did they trick Gene Kelly into this movie? <laughs> no, I know. I mean, I feel like he, I don't know. I can't speak for the older generation, but what I'm thinking is, you know, when he saw everything and just saw how passionate everyone was about it and excited, I think he was just happy to like create art. Maybe. Mm. What do you think? Is that a good speaking for him? No, I mean, I don't know. But I, yeah, <laughs> I have my own feelings about him because I so I already I already covered um, singing in the rain, and he's not Amazing. a good man. He's not a good man behind the scenes on that movie. <gasps> he's he's a very bad man so I have my own issues with him but I feel like I don't know I, I don't know I think it's I want to give him the benefit of the doubt and say it was both for a paycheck and to make art you know like okay the, dual, yeah, the duality of it like I don't know how much he got paid I don't care how much he got paid it, exactly it's, money is money is money and he's getting you know he does a little soft shoe number a, t- a little tap number he gets I don't know if he choreographed that or if like he worked with Kenny Ortega maybe to choreograph that scene. Um, I think what I read that Kelly himself choreographed his dance number with Olivia Newton-John. So when they did Whenever You're Away From Me and the dance moves they performed are extremely similar similar to ones he performed when he danced with Judy Garland in the 1942 film For Me and My Gal. Mm, so there was yes, a lot of yes. homage references yeah for and, sure. so, and, and like you can tell like you can tell he's in his element he's like this is this absolutely is what I, this is what i've done for x number of years i'm gonna just do it and again mm-hmm. i feel like olivia newton john was just shitting bricks a little bit because she's just like oh my god <laughs> Yeah, no, in in 2012, she did an interview with the Daily Herald, where she said it was an honor to work with Kelly in his final film, regardless, he was lovely, I still can't believe I danced with Gene Kelly, how lucky am I that I've been in movies where I've danced with two of the greatest dancers of all time, well, Gene Kelly, and she was referring to John Travolta, but that's another day. (laughs) Who, John Travolta um, was offered the part of Sonny and declined it. Thank God he did. Oh, thank God he did. But like, this is also, I I believe this is also like her movie after Greece, the next movie after Greece, which makes sense. Yeah. And it's just like, oh, Olivia Newton-John, I'm so sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. You're so passionate about it. Speaking of Olivia Newton-John, we need to talk about the song Xanadu. We have have some time. We're going to do it. Okay. Okay. Because... It's amazing. <laughs> it is amazing. No, it truly, truly is. I, I apologize if we're going to go over here because I feel like there's just so much to talk about. Um, oh, Xanadu. Oh, Xanadu. Oh, Z- the I, song. The song you're, ta- where you're meaning, right? Or do you mean like the whole movie when you say that? I mean, no, no, the song. It's, oh God, it's so magical. It is. It's yes. Magical. They they throw um, everything, including the kitchen sink, at you. <laughs> yes, they do. Um, again, look after look after look. Which one was your favorite? Look. look. Okay. Well, well, it's weird because okay, so if they go into Xanadu and then Fool Country and then the Xanadu reprise, reprise, right. tomato, tomato, whatever. I'm um, I'm just including the whole chunk, the whole thing, you know. Oh. So that whole thing with, with Fool's Company and everything too. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. All right. I really loved the tiger look. Yes. I, I did like that specifically just for Olivia. You know, she had that 
Farrah Espet 80s hair. Her mm-hmm. skin was fucking glowing. Again, that's where the budget for all the highlighter went. It went all over her fucking <laughs> body. Literally. Yeah, there's a um, there's, then, there's a few shots that like you see her holding the microphone and on her yeah. bicep, there's there's yeah. definitely highlighter. And you're like She's glowing. Well, why why for? <laughs> She's just fucking glowing. I'm I'm probably gonna repeat it in my sharps, but I fucking love the jumpsuit. The, the the when the first part of Xanadu when it's her running around and she's next to the trapeze artist and everything, I was just watching her and I was like, "Your head to toe look is beautiful." Wait, that's that's the last where she where she's done with all the looks and then she comes out. No, and she just walks. no, Wait, no, 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 no. What is so, this one again? When she's by the trapeze artist, she has that jumpsuit mm-hmm. on that is like hair and panty, but like. um she has very like natural makeup and like her hair is her hair again looks like a oh, little fairy. Yes. Forgive me. Yes, yes, in that brown jumpsuit with the gold reflex. Yes. Oh yes, yes that obsessed. The I, whole thing, head to toe. I am so obsessed. Like, it's like perfection. I, I hope I don't know if you've ever had a um a photo shooter or something where you could use makeup like this, but I really want you to do that if you like. Like oh my god! No, I want to. I want to. 70s roller disco makeup, because um, like the tiger look. Oh my god! That's the one that I was think I I did want to talk to you about, because like so good. It's it's quintessential 80s, but like even in 20 with 2022 eyes, it's still fucking amazing. Yes, it's a little no, over the like- top, but like we're used to like drag culture where yeah. you know they're artists on their face so yeah. I feel like well it's it, yeah yeah it's just so nice because when you look at that look especially the look she had in the brown jumpsuit and even that tiger look that type of makeup is still being represented today yes like the it wasn't it wasn't too blown out like it was still beauty but like enhanced because watch re-watching it I'm like bitch I've seen that shit like recently and like, like it's amazing and like nowadays the make uh popular makeup is to contour but like back in the 70s yeah. there wasn't as much contouring but just like a shit ton of highlighter so shit ton of highlighter and a lots of fucking bronza like let's just be real <laughs> lot bronza for days bronze 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 yeah <laughs> Would that you... was the contour <laughs> i mean like if you could if like you you were called on to do to style like someone's makeup for something would you would you do one of these like high glam 80s looks absolutely and then guarantee the person i'm gonna be working on would not know this movie so i'm sorry you're sitting down in my chair and you're just gonna live my fantasy you don't need to know where it's from but you're just gonna (laughs) sit there and let me live and then Go take the picture. You know Thank what? You. you know what, Krista? Maybe one day yeah. I'll let you do that to me. <laughs> oh my God. You'll let me. You'll be one of my French girls, but not. Nah. Oh my God. I'm obsessed. I'm here for that too. Um, you know. <laughs> is there anything else you want to talk about before we get into Sharp and Flat? I do. I really do. And it's the song Don't Walk Away. I have, I honestly must say, this is one of my favorite songs from the movie. Remind me, I, I just watched this. I just blacked out this oh, moment though. Which one is what? This is the one where they turn into cartoons. Fuck yes. Okay, thank you. I'm sorry. How could I forget about the cartoon moment? No. Oh my God. No, it's okay. Um, and Which then be- a little background. I believe that was done by Don Bluth. If I remember. Yes, it was. Who had recently departed from Disney at the time. Um, <laughs> yeah exactly i've done so, a few of his movies on here so that, oh, that's, a, that's a name oh my god yeah it, it's just literally i mean again watching it as a kid made it even more relatable because i was in my disney phase and you know you saw all these magical things happening and my favorite like in the opening olivia the way they drew her she's giving me green fairy vibes combined with thumbelina see i didn't like it's not and it's not too much too offensive to me that it's a flat i just didn't like that like they didn't draw them wearing like the similar colors that they were in the scene (laughs) 
Oh, I got you. I got like, you. Like, it's a sudden, completely different character. Yeah, she's in like a green sparkly dress. Great. It's great. But like, I just wish, you know, there was some... Because if we're um, if this is supposed to be like a worry. fantasy moment where maybe they're in having some sexual innuendo, what, maybe. Yeah. Um, I just wish though that like, you know, they were both represented in what they were wearing as humans. That's all. Oh, I that's, got you. That's all my complaint. I is. mean, maybe maybe they. I don't know, but the fact that they turn into a fish and then a bird, and then a bird, and then they get and sucked into like, a rose. Yes. Oh yeah, and okay, can we just touch base on this rose though? Isn't it giving you Beauty and the Beast vibes? Oh, of course. Just that singular rose, and I'm like, I have oh, a I have a movie for you to watch, which I believe is a Don Bluth movie. It's called Thumbelina. Okay. It's the same exact animation <laughs> style. Wait, Bumbelina? Thumbelina, Thumbelina. You know, based oh, off I of the Thumbelina. Yeah, it's the same exact yeah. animation style. No, but that, that, that's why I was saying, I was like looking at her. I was like, she looks like Thumbelina. Yes. But I'm here for it. But like, she really does. A little Olivia? <laughs> a little, like a, like a smidge, just like a little sprinkle sprackle. Like, like a, a little like, sprinkle sprackle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, okay. We, we did it. Do you want to get into Sharpie We Plata? did it. Okay. Let's go. Let's get it. Let's do it. Sharp. So in this section, we're going to highlight some moments, uh, whether or not we talked about it. If we liked it, it's sharp. And if we didn't like it or thought it can change, it's flat. Krista, why don't you go first with your sharps? All right. Uh, my sharps. Uh, you can just sharp the whole movie because like I've I done mean, it before. I have specific did... moments because I'm yeah. stupid like that. <laughs> oh, no, you're not stupid. That's just you're, you're passionate. Um, I OK. Actually, can I start with slats? Is that okay? Sure. Yeah, let's start. We'll uh, end all right. on, a, on a high note. How's that? Ha-ha. Oh, I love. Fabulous. Okay, so A, I was not enthralled by Sunny's constant, like, I'm a sad, lost puppy dog, blah, 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 blah. Like, it just, yeah. Like, grow some balls. Like, but like, get over I, it. Like, I don't know. I don't to kind of defend the movie and him. I don't know yeah. if that was Michael Beck or if that was the fact that they kept writing the script during the, sh- the shoot. <laughs> Again, let's do a line. Oh, let's change this. Let's do that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Wow. So, um, okay. So, okay, like, we'll give him that. It might be the inconsistencies, but I, I see where you're coming from, where it's okay, like- good. Right, it, it was- this is a little much. I was like, oh God. Uh, Grow up. Grow some balls. Uh, okay. And then my next flat is all right. At the end of Xanadu, she comes out in this goddess look. Okay. There's like her hair is kind of pulled back and up. There is like a blue beading head. Dr- the whole fucking look did not get the airtime that it fucking deserved. It's there and then it's gone. I wanted to live in, I wanted to see the whole thing. I wanted to see it move. I'm very pissed off about, I'm like uh, pissed off about that. Krista, we might be fighting. Cause I wrote, oh I wrote okay. that look as a flat in general. Oh, there's, there's, I, I feel, I feel like there's just something off about it. I don't know if it's like, like I know she's, she's wearing, a lot of makeup but I don't know if it's because it's too much makeup or if like the headdress is not big enough or if it's the lighting there was just something just like I was okay. re-watching I was like I don't like this but like it's still kind of fabulous in a way but like see maybe if they had left it on the screen longer you could have looked at it longer and found that you loved it or if it was lit <laughs> differently you know maybe okay. that was maybe maybe because she was a little too shadowy that's or like it wasn't like okay. a brighter light or something maybe that was it or like you know may, maybe also because the headdress is just so to her head and not like a little outward you know a little bigger okay maybe that was okay. it was it, there was just something off and I didn't like it and that's why I wrote it down as a flat and I'm sorry if we're if we're no, no. Longer friends. <laughs> no we will still be friends I just will wear that Look okay, great. in front of you and make you love it. <laughs> uh, I mean, it's just again, I in my head, because when she comes out and then they change the look, they change her back to her like um 
the pink ingenue, look. Yeah. I don't even. Yeah, just yeah. like that soft, simple Innocent. Kira. Yeah. Yeah, where I thought when that look came out, like if we were in her goddess world, muse world, that's what she would look like. Because it was giving me a little Cleopatra vibes. It was giving me mythical. Mm-hmm. It was serving fantasy. Um, but it's it's always nice to hear someone else's vision of it too. Mm-hmm. Just saying, yeah. Um, and Do you then have any up, other honestly, flats? I I have no <laughs> other. I have no other flat. Okay, I have so no other flat. I talked about the the ending scene that 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 look, and I'm sorry. Yeah. Um, I also <laughs> I also wrote down that the vignette. I called them the vignettes in Xanadu. I know it's called uh, Fool Country, but like the other ones, yeah. The other the the Tiger Song and everything, they're not available to download. It's not on the album. It's just the song Xanadu. It's nothing else. Oh God. So that's a flat for me. And the other flat yeah. is that uh, the sisters have zero personality. <gasps> True. Absolutely. Like oh my God, you're right. They're just Muse sister numbers one through eight. And it's like, I mean, you could have you could have made one like a little bubbly. You could have made one a little like fear. Like I, I think yeah. the the one that lead in the in I'm Alive, the one that like leads them to um when they're walking towards Kira as like a processional and everything, I feel yeah. like she's like the leader of the bunch, but like, that's it. <laughs> um, I see what you mean. Yeah. They, they never got any feature or like yeah. a little more backstory. Absolutely. So yeah, that could be considered fun. So every once in a while in this section, I have what I like to call a natural where it's neither a sharp nor a flat, Ooh. but I still need to talk about it. And we already talked about it at length, and that was the the studio scene. Because, because it's wild and crazy, and I love that, but also yes. so fucking boring. <laughs> like oh my they, God, I know. They are know. boring. Not the set pieces that are no. magically popping up. That's the fun part, but like, they're skating in circles. They are skating in circles. I mean, I think I would have believed it more too maybe if they were singing while skating I feel like like, oh I feel like it should it was probably supposed to be a dance sequence but like I don't know either of them are not strong dancers and they're like great you're just gonna put be on skates and go around in circles from each other (laughs) like it it was just so dragged out and boring to watch them because even the skating wasn't even like Something right. fun and exciting to watch. Meanwhile, you have a train coming at you. Like, come on. <laughs> Yo, the train. I was like, what's happening? And like, oh, it's, oh, you guys are at a train station. Okay, that's cool. Okay. Okay. okay so now we're going to end on sharks. What are your on sharks? sharks. Uh, the entire movie and just how it changed my life and made me the human being that I am today and that I can walk proudly in the streets singing any one of these songs and maybe someone cool passing by will sing along with me. Me. It'll maybe. Be me. It'll be you. Well, it, I actually, I have a fun story too. Uh, one of the shows that I worked on, there was a dancer right before the show started. I'm just sitting down and I hear suddenly someone singing it and they turn the corner and we lock eyes and we just do the ha, ha, ha. I'm like, oh. <laughs> you know, out of all the songs in the world, you're singing that song. Like you magical fucking creature. Oh, um, oh. So, so good. I sharped the, the beginning logo where they were. Oh, yes. <laughs> Oh my God, it, yes. it's like oh the God. history of like technology and it ends on a spaceship for of all things I know <laughs> which, and then, phew, which, which which got me like spiraling a little bit being like are they aliens <laughs> oh yeah gods, are we doing a rocky horror thing again are, like, they, what? Are, are they aliens yeah um yeah. I I also sharp Simpson's shitty art piece that he <laughs> the sculpture <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh that's God. amazing. And it's so like, it is it's, the, it's the epitome of this movie. Like it is so bad, but like, he's so proud of it. I was just like, 
Yes, so you are proud. This, that one second is this movie. Um, I also, I, and this is like <gasps> in oh sort of God. an a sort of ironic way. I love the transitions. Okay. Oh, because <laughs> like they would, it, it would be like really bad, like iMovie transitions, but they also added yes. sound effects to it, which yes, they did. Great. Um, oh, oh. Real quick, a shark for me was when Sonny is looking for Kira and then he finally finds the mural and just decides, you know what, let me just skate head first into this shit. I don't know what's going to happen. But that's also another... Okay, let's go. But that's also another moment where um, you see him debating and I'm just like, this is taking so fucking long. Just do it. Just do it or don't do it. Fucking... Yo, he takes a minute. Like, and they film that. Like, yeah. 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 I'm like, okay, just fucking go. just do it like cut you could have cut this down a little bit but like i get it you're yeah, going with the song um and then also i sharp the shopping montage because it's bananas and also and then finally my final sharp is uh the song xanadu and kira's jumpsuit yay yes. yeah yeah um i think you, those are great would you add any of these songs to your life's playlist if you don't have them on there already <laughs> I mean, that's that's the problem. They they are already. They I mean, truly, I, truly are. I would listen to this whole album, but like the ones that I would specifically like, maybe listen to more. I wrote down "Whenever You're Away from Me" because just like that's a that's a fun little breezy number. Yeah. Uh, Dancing and Xanadu, mm-hmm. but like I want okay. the whole. I want all of Xanadu. Like actually, the fall. The fall is so good. Like towards the end of the song, just Yellow's harmonies and vocals and the way they sing it, it's just mm. oh my god. It just it oh it's so good. I wish I mean, they, again they, I'm super I, gay for Yellow, obviously, but you know. Actually, I just thought of a sharp. Okay, great. Random. All right. So Olivia's hairstyle or her wig in Whenever You're Away From Me, when they first start this number, it's it's a profile view, and all you see is this beautiful blonde magicness. The sh- oh my god! I just people need to take notes on how good some of the wigs were on this film. That you, she was fucking moving, but that shit stayed. It stayed together, but it also moved. See, I don't like, know if it was like a full blown wig, or maybe there oh were some pieces god. or something. What, she she definitely had some magic hair happening. Whatever they fucking did was seriously, I don't know what the fuck some people are doing on movies these days. You need to watch this film, take fucking notes, and try to recreate this magic because you are <gasps> missing out on everything in life. Like, the, I saw fucking, what was it, the most recent Wonder Woman, and there was this one scene where Gal Gadot and uh, Kristen Wiig were talking, and it was outside, and Gal's fucking hair kept moving and like falling down and i was like i'm getting annoyed right now like i can't even watch this it's 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 the lack of continuity it's the lack of care that people just don't pay attention to anymore and i lack the shit out of their hair and go on literally yeah like again if if anyone rewatches this and you'll you'll see what magic i am talking about like the shine was there the shape was there i just that's obviously from how expressive I am that was a big sharp for me big so big well Krista on that note we're done with the episode this was amazing I know we I know we've been talking about it like little school girls like oh my god I'm so excited I'm so excited we did it and I'm still very excited that we did it uh do you have anything though you want to plug or promote oh no I don't just watch this film if you haven't or if you watch it rewatch it rewatch it yeah that's all. As uh, do you have like a professional uh, Instagram account or something that like people could follow you? Oh, I do. Yeah, it's my Instagram is at Krista C H R I S T A K W, and I believe there's an underscore after that. And then you'll just see, yeah, and you'll just see where my brain goes. Yeah. Hey. You'll see where my brain goes. It's, and, it's really just art stuff, yeah. And obviously you've heard her talk, so she's she's a professional makeup artist, so if you need somebody, DM her. Uh, I'll put and everything- it, And if we're doing, in, 
Xanadu inspired looks. Fuck yes, I'm here for it. Yeah, if you if you need a shit ton of highlighter in a photo shoot, you you got your girl here. Uh, exactly. <laughs> exactly. And if you thank you. If you love Xanadu as much as we do, you can email me at buttasungpod at gmail.com. I'm also on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at buttasungpod. Did you see the stage version of Xanadu? Tell us. Tell me. We'll talk about it. Uh, And if you want to be part of next episode's conversation, we're talking about Godspell, the movie version, Mm. though, not the... (laughs) We we may get into the stage show, but like the movie from the 70s. (laughs) Amazing. We go over oh, here. the 70s. Well, the gift this- that just keeps on giving. <laughs> Krista, thank you so much for stopping by. Oh my God. Thank you so much for having me. So yeah, fun. This was so fun. fun. This was so much fun. And plus, Xanadu. Like, who doesn't love this fucking movie? If you, exactly. If you, don't, if you don't love it, don't tell me. Yeah. Just, just like, just like not on we smile. grew up. If you have nothing nice to say about Xanadu, say nothing at all. <laughs> just walk away. Don't walk away, but walk away. Oh, did you did you hear what I just did? Yeah. You made reference. You made you made reference sure to did. this. Um I love it. Well, bye for now, everyone. Bye-bye. <laughs> Special thanks to Justin Johnson for creating the podcast's artwork and to Nick Bombasino for composing the theme song and the jingles in this podcast. And thank you to CastBox for hosting this podcast. Bye again, everyone, and have a musical day.